Jordan and Logan are bringing order to the galaxy. Every week here on The Pod Awakens, we will be discussing batches of episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars in chronological order. The Pod Awakens presents Chronological Clone Wars, a rewatch series. Hello and welcome to Chronological Clone Wars, presented by The Pod Awakens, part of the Logjam Media Network. My name is Jordan, and with me, as always, is Logan, as we are in mourning of Carl Weathers. Unfortunately, passed right before we recorded this episode. Uh, was that, Friday? Yeah. yeah Damn. Friday afternoon. Yeah. Brutal. Other than that, Logan, how, how are you this weekend? Uh, good. Um... There's not a lot going on. We went to SeaWorld yesterday because we live here in Orlando. Uh, Jordan, we drove by the, so uh, off one of the exits. The EA building? (laughs) No, not this time, buddy. (laughs) Not this time, pal. Okay. Um, No, that's a different podcast. I I know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, big Star Wars Battlefront people. Um, No, but we were, so we were driving and and to the right-hand side of SeaWorld is the Megacon, which I was going to go to this year. I didn't buy tickets because we made plans and it just kind of fell apart. So next year I'll definitely go. I was going to um, ask about that. Yeah. I saw I, one I of my friends of, went. Yeah. So I'm kind of bummed I didn't go, Jordan, because I saw all these great costumes and stuff. Walking the sidewalks of International Drive. Um, saw an Ahsoka. That was kind of cool. Um, don't wow. know why she was on this planet, but uh, she was. She's hanging out. Um, that's where she's, she's on been. on her way to Galaxy's time. Edge. Right. That's where she's been all this time. She's hanging out, going to Batu, but a little bit further down the road. But it was cool. Uh, Megacon looked awesome. There's a ton of great Star Wars merchandise there. So if you haven't checked out any of the TikToks, I highly recommend trying to find some of those TikToks. Just type in Megacon Orlando into your TikTok and you can see all sorts of cool videos. Jordan, I saw they do like these like droids where they make them into like house plants and they took old Game Boys and made them into droids. And like, it's so cool. And, And I'm kind of kind of sad because i'm sure i would have spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on all sorts of things there but jordan the reason why i brought that up is the uh pretty much the whole cast the main cast of clone wars was there this weekend so uh that's a cool opportunity if you're a huge clone wars fan which you know it's been around forever um but if you want an opportunity to meet some of the voiceover actors uh megacon's a great place to see uh some of your clone war friends and even uh ewan mcgregor um and oh, Hayden right. Christensen showed up, so they had a cool panel, uh, and they've got a great photo. You should, uh, I'll send it to you after the show, Jordan. It's pretty okay. cool. <clears throat> yeah, we don't have anything cool like that here. So my weekend consists. I know you of should come down. Getting an oil change, getting the dogs their baths. It is my dog Oscar's birthday, though. So happy birthday, Oscar! Recording. Yeah, he's over here sleeping. Um, February seventh is national i don't know national star wars podcast day let's say that international let's do it that because it's a worldwide thing star wars podcast day celebrating the 25th anniversary of the first star wars podcast episode ever released in 1999 on february 7th uh we're putting out this episode on tuesday i believe because we're supposed to have a special episode on wednesday uh that we're recording on tuesday so if everything goes great with that that'll drop on star wars podcast day um, it is a week wide event too. So like if, uh, so check out your favorite star Wars podcast. They're probably going to be putting something out. There's like over 90 or a hundred podcasts taking part in this event. So just wanted to 
kind of plug that at the top here because if you're listening to us on Tuesday, the episode's dropping tomorrow. Uh, that is the special episode, and it's going to be uh, our What If episode, where we come up with ideas for a What If uh, Star Wars TV show. And two of those ideas that each person brings, we're going to kind of dive in a little bit more and say, here's like almost plot by plot what would happen, and try to make really cool connections and such. So that's going to be me, Ron, and we're having a visitor of Tommy Bechtold from New Rockstars on the podcast if if everything works out great um yeah so i guess we can we can jump into this here then which are our 12th week 12th week of clone wars watching you know what after this week and next week we're almost done season two already somehow i think we have like two or three weeks left of season two uh which is pretty crazy uh but first we're going to talk about uh, the episode Bounty Hunters, Season 2, Episode 17. That's right, we jump all the way from Episode 3 of Season 2. Episode 17 of Season 2. And um, this one is called Bounty Hunters. And it premiered on... Um, Where is it? Okay, here we go. Episode 17, directed by Stuart Lee, written by Carl Ellsworth, and it is premiered on April 2nd, 2010. That's when that episode premiered. I want to give a shout out to, to a podcast that shouted us out, and we've been kind of talking with them back and forth here. Is they, they do something very similar to us, but what made me just think of it uh, was... Yeah, they mentioned how in their episode we go in more depth with the writers and directors of stuff than they do for these episodes. But uh, their name is The Millennial Falcon. Uh, So check them out. Uh, They're kind of doing something similar uh, where I think one of them has already seen the show. I'm not really 100% sure on that. And the other one has uh, not seen the show. So kind of like our setup here. Uh, So that is... That is that. But I believe they're doing a whole chronological watch. Like when I look at through they're like they started with Phantom Menace and they kind of have went to Tales of the Jedi for some episodes, went to, you know, episode two, went to the Clone Wars. So that's what they're kind of doing. They're bouncing around like an actual timeline order of the whole thing while we're doing just a chronological Clone Wars watch at this time. Okay. Uh, so for this episode, little synopsis from Disney Plus here was Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka work with four deadly bounty hunters. Uh, This was a fun episode, I guess. Logan, any thoughts on just this? This one kind of doesn't play a part in the rest of the four that we're talking about. We're talking about four episodes today. But just any thoughts on on this one at all? Uh, I think it's fun to see other bounty hunters and what they look like because bounty hunters are so different in species and the way that they have different abilities. I, I thought it was fun, but it was not, I think because it doesn't really progress anything much. Um, yeah. It, I don't know. It kind of, it, it was good. Uh, I, I love seeing Hondo. Uh, he's probably yes, the return of uh, Hondo. He's probably iconic to many because of galaxy's edge. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I really like seeing Hondo. Uh, this episode was good. I just don't think it was. I think this arc kind of lost me a little bit, but 
Yeah, it was all right. I, I it wasn't one of my favorite episodes, but it definitely wasn't one of the worst. I just like seeing bounty hunters. Yeah, Obi Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka go to Felucia to check on the medical station. They are attacked, and uh, there was a great exchange here when um, I believe it was Ahsoka or Obi Wan says, "Why is it every time Ahsoka. we fly, <laughs> yeah, the ship crashes?" And he says, "It's not my fault. It's the ship's." Uh, what right. Love that. Obi-Wan and Anakin have like different ideas on which way to go, uh, but they, I believe, follow Obi-Wan's thoughts here, and they reach a village looking for a ship to borrow, but the the village is completely deserted, or you know, nobody's there. And I just love these Jedi just breaking and entering into everybody's houses to find out what's going on. They're just like walking around willy-nilly. Oh, open that garage! Oh, there's a ship! Yeah. Nice. Alright, let's go see if we yeah. can ask anybody... If we can borrow it. Oh, yeah, just uh, Obi-Wan, go in their house right there. <laughs> He's just walking <laughs> in their houses. This is when the bounty hunters then kind of ambush them and sneak attack on them, on Anakin and Ahsoka. Um, and then Obi-Wan drops in. And we learn that pirates want the crops. And if not, they will kill the village. Uh, did you have any idea at this time Hondo was going to appear in this episode? No, I'd forgotten completely that he was a pirate, to be honest with you. I don't know why, okay. because it, we just had watched an episode with him. Um, but no, I, I, you know, I thought, I honestly, I thought Captain Jack Sparrow was going to show up. I thought we were going to have some <laughs> kind of weird crossover. You know how Disney likes to do those. Yeah, that'd be very Kingdom Hearts of them. Uh, but, um, <laughs> Mickey shows up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the bounty hunters are protecting the people here, and they talk about pirates. As soon as they said pirates, I, I kind of remembered, oh, we're going to see... Uh, we're going to see Hondo here where I was hoping I couldn't remember. I was like, Oh man, pirates has got to be Hondo and crew. And, uh, again, Obi-Wan is kind of, Obi-Wan's my favorite Jedi. He's kind of a jerk in this a bit where he's like, I can't help you. Sorry. Can't get involved. Yeah. Jedi, Jedi orders. I can't. No, sorry. Yeah. It's policy. Uh, just can't do it. I could talk to my manager. Talk to you. But I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is a shame. Uh, but because he his whole thing is like, we need to report that the medical station has been destroyed. Yeah, you can report that after you take care <laughs> of the pirates. All right. That takes precedence, Jordan. These Damn innocent it. farmers, screw them. I got to tell everybody that this medical station is blown up. And I get right. his point a bit. He says, if, yeah. if not, like the separatists will get here and they will be worse yes. than the pirates right but it was uh still rough obi-wan right screw i defend screw you a you lot screw but... your houses we're just gonna home invasion baby yeah <laughs> that's uh, but that's okay in the jedi order that's okay like you can you're more than welcome just to walk into anybody's house yeah but, yeah that's fine just like whoa <laughs> i'm just looking to ask if i can borrow your ship all right, right. now i'm not going to help you with your pirate situation but i do need your ship all right uh, it's all about me right now. I need your ship. I'm not going to help you with the pirates. And that's how it's going to go. All right. It's very, very dark in that regard. But the pirates arrive. And this is when we get the return of Hondo here. And then now Obi-Wan's all invested. He's like, Hondo, my buddy? Yeah, I'll help you guys now. Uh, he wants to try to make a deal with Hondo. Hondo won't accept the credits because he doesn't take Republic credits. And uh, there's a great line here from the bounty hunters uh, too, when they're talking to the Jedi 
and he, I think the the woman bounty hunter says says the peacekeeper who fails to keep the peace. And this has been a running theme with a lot of the places that have been isolated from the Jedi and the Republic and want to stay out of the fight is they they have this thought about the Jedi. We saw it with the one planet that had like the lemurs, right? The lemur monkeys and stuff. They were very um like you guys say you're peacekeepers but you're not and we get this again with the bounty hunter it's really great to hear that from a bounty hunter say that uh so just a great thought process in putting this in the episode because i think it kind of hopefully woke up the jedi a little bit on they are supposed to keep peace that is number one not not being generals in a big war I do feel like it's um, that, that's the way it is in war, right? I think you've got the countries that really back each other, and then the countries that are off to the side. Uh, it's now it's this way with planets and different species. It's like, you know, we don't really care unless it really gets to where we have to get involved. We don't really care, like unless it's going to hurt us. And the fact that and a lot of it's trade and things like that with them, I feel like the Jedi and them are only going to get involved if it somehow uh, unbalances the forces between separatist and republic and once the separatists keep their eye on a planet that's when the jedi step in so it's like okay like we didn't really care about you but now we do because well the separatists are here so although it's a big galaxy man you can't just it's harder we didn't really care about you but then we found out you have oil so (laughs) yeah right exactly now we care the prices of eggs are going to go up if we if we don't yeah. protect you. <laughs> Anakin starts training the farmers. Uh, we find out that, that the big bounty hunter guy in the suit is just like a little guy, <laughs> you know, using a bunch of uh, buttons and levers and stuff. Um, the pirates and Hondo attack. We get Hondo saying, die Jedi scum, which I thought was pretty cool. And then we get Anakin and Hondo fighting because Hondo pulls out the Magna Guard staff from like Grievous's bodyguards and they start going at it. Um, Anakin wins and Hondo surrenders, but then the monkey lizard, his quacky and monkey lizard fires at Anakin and they escape. That's kind of Hondo still on the run. Then, uh, we don't see him in the rest of this arc, but, uh, just do know Hondo will return kind of like at the end of those, uh, MCU films where it's like Hondo and Naka will return. Um, yeah, anything else about that episode before we jump into the Zillow Beast? No. I, I think this was out of the out of the four, this episode was kinda like I get it, but it was the weakest of the four. Uh-huh. So but no, it was it was good. I, I liked seeing Hondo, but it again, not my favorite, not my not my worst. So Then we get the Zillow Beast episode. The Jedi must devise a way to contain the Zillow Beast. And this is Written and directed by, uh, directed by Giancarlo Volpe, written by Craig Tidally, and it aired April 9th, twenty ten. So, this episode here, uh, Palpatine authorizes a new proton bomb, which the narrator calls a doomsday device. Uh, now, only the droids are supposed to be affected by this, but they do detonate the bomb, and it, it even affects Anakin's, like, robot arm, which I thought was pretty cool touch. Like, his arm starts getting a shock, and he's like, whoa. Um, but then the ground starts sinking, and, and what this bomb does is it wakes up 
a Zillow beast that the people of this planet had thought were dead for extinct uh, for quite a while. Um, this is very okay. Palpatine's being very U.S. president here by putting pressure on the people of the planet to sign a treaty so they can get fuel. Uh, they need some sort of like fuel lines or access to the fuel that are on this planet. And the treaty is going to be signed. But when the Zillow Beast wakes up and the Jedi have different opinions from the Dugs who live on the planet. Um, if people don't remember who the Dugs are, they are the species of Sebulba from Episode 1, Phantom Menace. Um, they they want to kill the Zillow Beast, even though it might be the last one. And we get the best, I think, Mace Windu episode that we've had so far, because Mace Windu actually isn't a jerk in this one. He's very logical, wanting to save an innocent creature that is the last of its kind. And it was probably the most I've been on Mace Windu's side in anything I've ever seen. <laughs> anything I've ever seen of him. What do you think about Mace's thoughts here of, of not killing the Zillow Beast? I had the same same reaction like i thought i thought this was the most likable that mace windu ever is <laughs> and i haven't seen the rest of clone Wars, so i don't know if he, there's other episodes in this in this uh series that, that will like off but... the top of my head no but i didn't remember okay. this one so uh you know it could be yeah this is very out of character for mace um i don't know he always seems to he seems like that guy in the group that always just wants to argue to argue right like he's like Oh, I can't. I can't do this because I don't want to. I don't agree with you because I don't want to. Um, I don't know if I agree with that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, easy, Mace. Um, besides a cool lightsaber, man, there, there's times where I just don't like Mace Windu. And yeah, he's he's part of the problem. He's part of the problem. That's why Anakin's like, dude. Um, but yeah, no, this was good though. I really did like him standing up for an animal, which was cool. Yeah, yeah, I really felt bad for the Zillow Beast. Think of it this way: you're sleeping. Think of it this way: you're sleeping in. You know, you've been sleeping in for thousands of years, apparently, and uh, something really like just like something somebody knocks on your house so hard it almost blows your house up, and you come out like with a baseball bat swinging. You're like, "What the hell was that?" And then they're like, we got to kill this guy now. Like, that's what it was like, you know? Yeah. The Zillow Beast is just, like, waking up like, wait a minute. You guys just blew up my house. I'm kind of pissed off. And the, the Dugs just want to kill them because their ancestors did. And, you know, I know that, like, there's probably some issues in the past where those Zillow Beasts were problems for them. But really, it should be... when When... When, when the Dugs become unreasonable, it's when Mace is like, hey, we'll take this thing off world and move it to a safe habitat where it won't affect anybody. And they still say, no, we're not signing the treaty like that. So it's like, okay, now you're just being unreasonable. You're being vengeful, right? And that is, it's so hard to watch this episode and the next one, I think, as a animal lover. Especially now, like, when I first watched these, I didn't have any pets. Now that I have pets, all I could think about was, oh, like, my pets, you know? Like, I don't, like, I felt bad for the Zillow Beast. Um, there's, you know, 
at, at first we don't know what the thing is. You know, they go down there and they're walking on the Zillow beast. And it's like this huge snake like reptilian thing. And, um, <laughs> I like this though. Anakin's flying a Jedi starfighter and it like crashes because he eats the ship and Anakin and R2 crash. And Anakin has to ride R2 out of the hole. They do that quite a bit in these two batches. Cause like the next episode, where it's in Coruscant, Palpatine's like riding on the back of R2-D2, and it's just like the wildest thing I could have ever imagined. You know, watching like a New Hope thinking like, the Emperor is going to ride on top of R2. Like, you never think that's going to happen ever. (laughs) And it does, and it's just wild. I love it that it comes off the back of the last episode when when Ahsoka goes, why do you always crash these ships? And then it's the next episode. He crashes another one. It's like, geez, Anakin, you're like, you're so destructive. And it it is. It's like a constant thing with him. Like he just destroys ships. Even I wish we, I (laughs) wish we would have knew this going in and we could have created a tally board of how many ships Anakin crashes. Yeah. So if we started that today and I can go back and try to figure it out in the other ones, he's at two. Yeah. Out of two. Yeah, in just one episode, like one of our episodes. Yeah, one of our episodes. Yeah, yeah. that's why. Um, so, uh, Anakin tries to cut the leg. He's like, "All right, I'm just gonna sweep this thing in the leg." But it turns out it is indestructible by lightsaber. Uh, the bomb awoken. It may says that they are trying to kill a unique monster, and he tries to stop that. Tries to stop them. To sign the treaty, the Dugs will only allow destroying the beast. And they said, our ancestor warned us one would return and destroy our civilization. I said, Mace says respectfully, no. (laughs) He's just like, no, we're not doing that. Uh, It's the principle of it. Mace won't let them kill a -a one-of-a-kind creature. He wants to find a place to put it peacefully. Palpatine's like, yeah, destroy it. All right. And again, this is where I ask the question of... No clue. Palpatine's evil at this point. Of... Oh, no, kill it. Yeah, we need to get the access to the fuel. Kill the thing. Like, uh, so politician. Maybe that's why there's no clue. Maybe it is just standard politician stuff, I guess. But uh, when you have this and then the fact that it comes out that he's studying it, it, it's a little like, come on, guys, wake up a bit. And the Jedi are so aware of things and this is something they can't figure out this is what always like blew my mind as we get further and further into this kind of stuff is that i mean hell maybe he's just such a great politician that he plays both sides and that's what he argues but and, and the, the stuff canon, he asked him to do <laughs> the canon of it they say like oh he used the dark side to cloud yeah, their judgment but yeah. it's like whatever right because then how everybody would do that right <laughs> yeah and now how weak are these jedi like come on right right uh so Anakin wants to fake kill it and then get the treaty signed. And then the scientists want to study it for its impenetrable skin. So the Dugs start to fill the hole with this green liquid. That's like a gas thing. That's killed all the ancestors. Mace uh, wants them ordered to stop, but the beast climbs out of the hole and they use like these beams to hurt the nervous system to be able to like knock it out, paralyze it briefly um, to be able to get it out of there. They do sign the treaty knowing that the creature is still alive. I think once Mace was right that the liquid is just pissing him off and going to make him climb out of the hole, kind of woke up the Dugs to be like, yeah, okay, just get this thing <laughs> out of here, uh, please, so we can live. Um, 
And then this is the part again that kind of gives Palpatine away a bit, I think, is when Mace is like, oh, great. I'm glad we're going to be able to find a place to relocate this. And Palpatine's like, the plan has changed. Uh, I will study <laughs> yeah. it instead. It's like, yeah, give it to right. me on some secluded planet that nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> And they're like, okay, so where are you going to study it at? Oh, we're bringing it to Coruscant, the most populated right. planet in yeah. the Republic. Yeah. Which goes against what I just said, but... <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. You but think they would have, like, like, an off-world... Like, why not Mustafar, where he had, like, that's the what I was just Jedi and stuff? Yeah. Right, yeah. But um, I do. I still feel like it's just shady. Like, it's like, no, bring it to the planet where I need it. Like, where I can have these people study it that are clearly on my side. So... Don't, but don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we're going to have an episode next yeah. week that's no, our Godzilla episode. It's fine. So. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> that's a good, that's a really good comparison. I like that. <laughs> uh, okay, then we go into the next episode. The Zillow Beast Strikes Back, um, which was the Jedi choose between saving lives and killing the Zillow. This one was written by. Uh, Stephen Melching, our good friend Stephen Melching, who's written so many episodes of the show, directed by Stuart Lee, and it premiered April 16th of 2010. Um, okay, so we kind of pick up right where we left off. They're delivering it to Coruscant at this point, and Mace wants to ensure it as well, treat it, and, and Palpatine's all lips, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's going to be great. We're going to be the best caretakers of this thing you've ever seen. And then immediately he's like, yeah, try to remove the scales from it. If you can scientist <laughs> scientist is like, okay. Uh, Palpatine wants to kill it. And they're like, no, like we need to be able to keep it alive. I guess to really have like the best testing on this thing. Um, Palps like Palps is like, it's just an animal. And the creature like, gives him like the worst look ever and you're like okay so he's he is an intelligent creature the zillow beast we do know that um and i like the scientist being like the zillow beast didn't like what you just said and uh we get this scene with like r2 3po padme obi-wan and anakin padme wants to stop the testing and um i believe palpatine says the the greater good demands the beast dies uh, which is just uh, when pa- when Padme tries to stop him. The Zilla Beast breaks out. We get this great scene of like Yoda and Ayla Sakura like riding the back of the beast trying to like stop the beast. Um, we get Padme falling and Anakin like using the force to save her. We get Jedi firing on the beast. They evacuate Palpatine and this is where they use the gas bombs to hit it. And the beast dies. And Palpatine rides the back of R2 to safety. And uh, he gives the scientists new orders here and says, yeah, clone the thing. Which I thought was pretty interesting. So why were we so upset that this was the last of its kind? We could have just cloned this thing. Yeah, I didn't understand that. And he's been very successful at cloning many things. <laughs> so I don't really just understand. take it to Camino, right? Right. I mean, they, hell, the cat even was excited about it, the, the opportunity to clone it. But, um, but yeah, no. Jordan, do you think that the uh, – well, I know this is a dumb question. I, I It's funny that the title is Strikes Back because I'm like, that's clearly a play on, on the title. The Empire Strikes Back. So 
but <laughs> yeah um yeah so i think it it was funny like this episode was was interesting because it was very like oh the zilla beast is pissed and he's gonna do bad things um and i know i just like read through that plot really fast but i find yeah. that when the episodes have a lot of action my notes are not very long yes because that's exactly it's a what lot I thought of too. it's a lot of yes. action like boom 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 so i'll write yeah. like oh they fight and i'm like oh okay yeah that gets the point yeah um, uh, one I thing that does... down the most interesting things of the fight but yeah yeah one thing that we really see here too is is very similar to uh attack of the clones um and um what the heck i always blink on this revenge of the sith sorry um no that's the title that always gets me um but yeah revenge of the sith uh i think you see a very similar relationship in this episode between anakin and the chancellor like because uh palpatine and is very like convincing and even though anakin's with padme who you think nine times out of ten he'd agree with her he doesn't he's like well no maybe maybe the chancellor's right maybe this yeah. thing is dangerous. It's so like, what the hell? And she's like, what the <laughs> hell, dude? Like that if you're, if you're married out there and you're in a relationship with anybody, you, you know, especially, um, with don't suggest that, killing beasts. Yeah, it doesn't that, go well. <laughs> no. And you, and you never go against with some other, with your buddy. Like that would be like me and you, Jordan, hanging out with Ashley. And you said something like, no, I agree with Jordan. I want to go with Jordan. I would a hundred percent <laughs> just let's save the argument. Let's just agree with it. Yeah, even if you did agree with me, you're like, <laughs> right. ah, no, Jordan I don't agree with that. <laughs> Jeez, uh, I wonder what I could say uh, next time we hang out that would that would cause that. But uh, you're, yeah, you're not really that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. Really no. Um, we do agree a lot, you and I. So we do. I think it would end up being like just all four of us agreeing. My wife, your wife, you and me. Which, but yeah, yeah. Yep, that's I think all, it would be about are. our, yeah, our nerdum. Like she, yeah. she, she, she'll make light of our nerdum at times. She's like, yes, you're such nerds. I'm like, hey, whoa, easy. Yeah, that's, it's true. Nerd is like, it like, is true. Yeah, I nerd out over everything. So, um, and this is this is where like I was actually thinking this in the first part of the Zillow Beast episode where I'm like, oh, it's the last of its kind. I'm like, but we have like a whole the whole plot of this show it's called the clone wars right it's a whole exactly. bunch of clone yeah. thing and i thought it was a cool story to do and then when you get to palpatine cloning now i guess you could say the clones are not authentic so it is really like the last of its kind but you could repopulate I, look we've tried to do that in our world right where, where we have cloning stuff and they're going to try to bring back extinct creatures at some point and it's going to become jurassic park and it's going to go awful it's going to kill people but uh, I wonder, do you think he wants to clone the Zillow Beast to keep studying it? Or do you think he wants to clone it to have as a weapon to unleash after he saw what it did to Coruscant? You know, it, it's interesting because I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, why does he want to clone it? And it felt very much like like Mew, Mewtwo um, kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it felt like yeah i want to study it but i also want to make it a beast and a monster and then it started making me think jordan because in the next episode that we're going to talk about like the our next week's episode um since we've already watched ahead and how we do this like i already know that there's this there's these things that you can control the mind with and like that's what i was thinking was maybe he i don't know i was like maybe palpatine because he seems very master planned it seems like he he had a way to figure out how to make sure that they can manipulate the DNA or manipulate the monster or beast to attack 
based in uh, you know what the separatists believe like attack the republic so yeah that's what i'm thinking i i was thinking yes to study it but he wants to turn this into a weapon yeah i think it's gonna be like i definitely think it's for the weapon because i think they can probably use the dead one to study the scales and i'm assuming you know his whole plan with the with that is to make some sort of armor that's impenetrable to to lightsabers you know, Mandalorian armor. I was gonna is, say almost like that. Yeah, is but to get that, you need to have good relations with the Mandalores yes. because of the ores that Which they have they that they have to yeah. use. The yeah, so it it is like we are getting close to a Mandalorian arc in this show too. So I do think maybe he might be playing at all angles. All right, let, look, I'll, I'll try to get with the Mandalorians. Right, we'll try to also develop our own tech in case if that doesn't work out and we're also gonna you know like i think he's got like multiple things going i like your idea of like the brain worms uh the parasite things that we're going to talk about next week um that maybe he could use those in the zillow beast that'd be kind of crazy but um i don't know if this actually goes anywhere i don't remember (laughs) <laughs> the Zillow beast ever again, but I, I right. do, I do wonder like uh, maybe it's an episode I've forgotten because I yeah. watched this one like closer when it was airing, like season one, I bought on DVD and season two, I bought on DVD, like when they released. So, and I watched them then and I just never really rewatched them except for certain episodes, maybe as I kept going through the show. So it'll be, I'll be curious this is where it's kind of like also my first time. Cause it's some of these episodes, I just totally forget. And I remember the Zillow beast. Once I saw the thing and I was like, Oh yeah, I remember this thing, like doing this. I did not remember him asking to clone it. And now I'm wondering like, Oh, will we see this again? And people that are listening that know these episodes, like the back of their hand might be like, no, 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 this never happens again. But, um, don't tell us. Cause I, I kind of just want to experience it on my own. If, if something happens. Yeah, it makes me like it does. And and there's all these things that Palpatine is clearly planning, but we never see come to fruition in, in the other movies. So it's always like, I wonder if in Clone Wars or Rebels or in any of these, if this if he's if we see some of this stuff that maybe we just had forgotten or if it shows up in Ahsoka or, you know, like it, it's interesting to see, like, how does this all work? And maybe eventually we see some of this stuff, even in shows that we are currently watching, like The Mandalore, like. Maybe bad batch, right? Bad batch, right? So it'd be cool if it all comes together in a, in a way because I think we're we're finally now comfortable in the Star Wars realm where we're starting to really branch out into the the non original you know series and saga, the Skywalker saga. So it'll be interesting. By the way, like Bad Batch season three starts like in March or something. Yeah, it's coming. Um, so we'll have to figure out. Uh, I think that's next chronologically too. So once we're done this show, we could probably just go right into Tales of the Jedi and then Bad Batch. Bad Batch is great too because it's three seasons and they're very short. So we'd knock say, that yeah, thing out in a short, few. Yeah. There, I think they're like sixteen episodes a season. So we would end up like if we did three a week, you're looking at uh, like five weeks of right of one season, right, and then. So you're only doing it in 15 weeks or whatever instead of 40 some weeks that this show is going to do. This right. is our longest show. This and Rebels yeah. would be the longest, but Bad Batch is uh, next up chronologically. So I think we 
and it'll be nice knowing like the whole show is available for you to do it yeah because it is the final season like instead of being like oh well like instead of doing one two and three and then being like well we have to wait for season four now like it'll just be nice to save that for for then um all right on to the last one of this episode senate spy back to season two episode four now as we go back in time here uh or forward in time chronologically but back in time um when they made these uh this one is directed by Stuart lee and written by melinda sue um october 16th 2009 and the description says padme investigates a separatist conspiracy in the senate uh so I think that's the first time we see Clovis. Yeah, this is her. Um, yep. He'll he'll come back uh, a few times because he is somebody that Padme had once, I guess, dated. Is how you would say it. I don't know. Um, had a little bit of a thing with I don't know when. I guess that would have been between episodes one and two. Uh, but Anakin is returning from a long time away to see Padme, and then. The banking clan is part of the separatists, is what they're thinking. And they want Padme to spy on Clovis because apparently he is a senator of part of the, I don't know. I forget what planet he's the senator of, but they think he's close with the banking clan who's close with the separatists. So they think that he is sharing separatist ideals. Padme is like, Clovis wouldn't do that. Spoiler, he would. Um, Obi-Wan keeps paging Anakin, and I just love Anakin's been, like, putting his phone on silent for a bit while he's spending time with his wife. And he's like, Padme, sorry, this is the seventh time I've put this to voicemail. I gotta go, right? And she's like, okay. Um, And they want Anakin to convince Padme to spy on Clovis, um, who is an old friend of hers. Uh, So she does. And Clovis takes her to Cato Nemoidia, where the Lot Dodd, who tried to kill Padme a few episodes ago, is like, hey, maybe we can have friendly encounters with Padme. But I think they're suspicious. They have Padme take a drink, which is going to poison her. Uh, Clovis and Padme take a tour. And she faints, but before she faints, she sends him to get water, and she takes, like, a picture of this certain tower. And I think those towers play into the next week's episodes. Um, almost kind of like a five-parter, because it looked like the same sort of fortress. Yeah, the factory, right? Yeah. The droid factories that they're going to yeah. do later. So this one's kind of, like, leading in, but doesn't play too much of a role, so that's why it's in this episode. And um, they give Padme medicine. Clovis wants the disc that has the thing she stole, right? And uh, the Jedi get her out of there, and that's the end. And Clovis has to kind of deal with with uh, uh, Lot Dodd a, a bit here on what's going to happen to him. I already kind of spoiled it; he'll be back, but I uh, don't recall what cir- you know what. Um, consequences he faces for this but what was your thoughts on senate spies kind of one-off padme spy episode this is one of my favorite episodes i think 
Um, really? I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked this episode. I think just the way that it was set up. It's pretty saucy for a Star Wars episode. Like, the, the yeah. amount of flirtatious things happening between... I was like, dang, Padme's really leaning into this, or she still at least has feelings. It reminded me very much of... He reminds me... Clovis reminds me, and I always get these random, like, connections to different TV shows. If you're, I know you have, but if anybody else out there has watched uh, Once Upon a Time, he reminds me very much of Hook. Like, yeah, just the yeah. way that he kind of... <laughs> he's kind of slick. Um, but... You know, I think his feelings get in the way most of the time. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really like that. His planet Scopio, I believe. I don't know how. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. It's oh, that's ice, what his was. Yeah, it's an ice planet. I don't think I've ever heard of that. So I looked it up on the Wikipedia um, as you were talking because I always like to see what other planets exist, and I knew he was from one I had not heard of. But yeah, I love this. I, I think it's it's funny that Anakin gets so jealous. Uh, I love when he's on the spaceship and he's, he's the yeah. one flying it. And he's like, they try, he almost like, he leans in for that kiss. Like they're going to make out. And all of a sudden, he, like Anakin just like, oh, and then he, yeah, and yeah. Like, goes flying across the spaceship. What? Uh, no, like, no crashing, right? This week? Yeah, he didn't crash this time, I don't think. Um, I mean, he crashes the, the date, but yeah, he doesn't yeah, crash there the you actual go. That's spaceship. Oh. That right. is a yeah, ship crashing because it is. people are yeah, shipping yeah, Clovis and Pavit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but yeah, no, I like this. Jordan, I, Lot Dodd is is so funny to me because, like you said, he's always trying to kill the Republic. <laughs> they don't really, they're like, you know what, let's just go hang out with him again. Cause he, yeah. Because they are, they really, they're crucial because they're the Trade Federation. And they're, it is like, like so I, I i like that he tried poisoning her because like if he would have fallen for this after he just tried yeah. killing her and she's like hey maybe we work together this time yeah i'd be a little like locked up like what are you doing yeah um, although lando's pretty good at that lando yeah. lando and mando both of them like they'll, they'll they had worked with you in the past and yeah they tried to kill you but hey you, you put faith in them again because like why not <laughs> yeah but you're like going up like she is the biggest opposition of separate oh, yeah, ideals in, yeah. in the senate <laughs> yeah like, but oh, it is funny because change of trade, mind huh yeah but the trade federation tries to play it so close to the chest like they're not working with separatists and it's like come on like i wouldn't you, be surprised though if padme was like yes i'm gonna join the separatists because our yeah. our our chancellor just tried to Ooh, uh, study a zillow beast and kill yeah. it yeah that'd have been a greater what if padme is Padme is the one instead of Anakin to join the separatists. And she's like, Ooh, let's, let's operate the shadows and bring and lure Anakin. Like if she was behind all of it, that'd be great. That'd be yeah. Cool. Maybe that was her, her seduce or seduction. Uh, of the, you can see my cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. cat was like, so yeah, cute. Just like excited. stretching up yeah. onto the door. But no, that yeah, that's great to hear that. Episode. This is one of your favorites. I think it's yeah, a good I episode. It. Um, yeah. I, I kind of like some of these episodes that are a little like one-off spy, mm -hmm. you know, where you're getting different tastes of stuff. Like you said, Anakin being very jealous. Yeah. No, he should know it's just an act. But when he finds like he had no clue that Clovis even existed and was like a and fling of hers before. Yes. And it really like when he comes in and she's like hugging him and she's trying to like get him the object. At first he yeah. walks in like, Oh, you're right yeah. and then he sees what she's doing and he's like oh, okay like let me force pull this thing um but yeah, i'd be no. scared to lose natalie portman too like i know this isn't natalie portman but <laughs> i'd be scared to lose her as well 
especially with how well, how boring and, and awkward uh, Hayden Christensen is. is Anakin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but very, it's so it's so cool though, like his character arc. And I know this has nothing to do with because it's not Hayden Christensen, but just just how much because we loved Hayden. I think the, yeah. the generation just above us made it feel like it was weird to like Hayden as well. But like Hayden was our like that was our that was our dark Lord. Like that was our one thing. I, our... one thing I listened to or heard mm. or read is people don't like the way he, he delivers lines as Anakin, but from what I heard or read or something somewhere is that he did that as uh, either George instruction or him, his idea of if I deliver it this way, it's going to sound like Vader. And I yes. get what he means because Vader is very calculated Tactical, and speaks yeah. sometimes in broken up sentences. Yes. And Anakin, as Hayden Christensen and as, as Anakin, does that a lot. And people thought yeah. it sounded weird. They're like, why is he Nobody's... talking like this? But it's like, if yeah. you probably put the Vader filter on it, it probably sounds like authentic Vader lines. Yeah. It's just it's just because it's not Vader, you know? Yeah. And I think the relationships that Anakin has had in his past make him cold. And he, he delivers yeah. it. as He's a cold character. I think that's what it is. I think people had a hard time connecting with Anakin because he's cold and angry. And we don't typically, for the majority of us, we don't really live that life where we're cold and angry all the time. And he yeah, is. People like, wanted him to be a hero. Isolated. Yeah. And, and you're not, like, but like, he's not. Like, he right. is in the end because he does. He's an anti-hero. Him, but, yeah. Like, you it, know. Yeah. yeah, he's Deadpool. Yes. All right. <laughs> um, so that's our four episodes today. Uh, some very loose threads between the four of them. Uh, next week is that we're, we're, we are going to talk four episodes. I think originally it was supposed to be three, and then I kind of realized I screwed something up. So um, the episodes that we're talking about next week are episodes five, six, seven, and eight of season two. And then we only have three more weeks of season two after that. So we have four weeks left of season two that we're talking about. Um, and Logan and I kind of record these in two week batches uh, each time. So for us, like we'll be done season two in like uh, a couple weeks and we will be moving on to season three already. Yeah, we call we call it the good batches instead of the bad batches. Yeah. Worth a good badge. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so those are the ones we're we're watching next. That's Landing on Point Rain, Weapons Factory, Legacy of uh, Terror, and Brain Invaders, seasons two through... uh, Season two, episodes five through eight. Uh, So let's wrap up this week. Logan, what was your thoughts on this week? You said this one was one of your favorite sentence by... Uh, maybe Zillow Beast was, but I know you said that the the pirate one at the first wasn't. Um, just kind of like your thoughts or feelings on how how you are as we're now like a quarter of the way through season two. Yeah, I'm still really enjoying it. I, I think, like I said, like I, that first one of this episode was not my favorite, but it was good. Like it, it had moments. I was I was expecting more bounty hunter, not. It turned into more farmers versus pirates kind of. Yeah, thing. the episode name really makes you think you're going to yeah. get more bounty hunters. I will tell you, there is some really great bounty hunter stuff later in this season that probably yeah. could have had that episode title instead. But 
Yeah, because I go back and forth between Bounty Hunters and Mandalorian being... I, mean, I know there's some Mandalorian that are Bounty. So, like, it... it, it yeah, I bounce back and forth between those two as being my favorite, um, I guess, characters of Star Wars, like the whole universe. So, I, I do... I was really going into that going, oh, good, we're going to get some real cool Bounty Hunter stuff. And it was not really bad bounty it was definitely more pirate so um yeah but and then the 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 zillow beast was great uh it always those always suck for me because i hate when like i like you said jordan it's like your pet like when people are cruel to animals and the zillow beast ends up dying so like that's that's rough um so those are always rough episodes they don't ever rank as high because of that but um but i get it it makes you angry towards like palpatine it makes you angry towards the people that hurt it but um but then again Senate Spy, one of my favorite episodes that we've watched so far. So it was all over the place. I guess if I had to characterize this week, it would be all over the place because I've had mixed emotions about all of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, We're not going to keep ranking them, I think, weekly because it is tough to think back to that. Uh, I sit here sometimes, especially like sometimes we go weeks without recording because then we get caught up and then we, so it's a little tougher. We can Um, still go like, this is definitely one of my top episodes, like top three, top one, because I remember my episodes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But like, this would be one of your top weeks or you mean like. No, no, this would be it, but we could still do that. You meant like Senate Spy. Okay. Yes, okay. like I can say that with confidence. That was probably my top three. I really enjoyed that episode. All right. Well, uh, that'll wrap us up here. So at Pod Awakens for any sort of feedback, uh, like and subscribe on the YouTube channel if that's where you're watching. Or if you want to watch video and you're listening to the audio and be like, oh, next time I can actually see what these people look like. And then you want to get disappointed by how we look like? Go to the YouTube and uh, <laughs> look up Pod Awakens there. Like and subscribe to the video. Comment in the comments below. Uh, or you can email us, podawakens at gmail.com. Thank you all for watching and listening along. We'll catch you next week when we talk Season 2, Episodes 5 through 8.